0: Political musings. Sorry, we're getting a late start today. My internet went down, and we're having to talk to our guest today over the phone. I appreciate everybody being patient uh, with technical issues because that's what happens in broadcasting you get technical issues. But welcome to the show, Hava Johnson. She is running for Texas House District 106. Welcome to the show,
1: Hava. Hi, thank you, Rainy. Thanks so much for having me today. Um, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, great. Well, we're starting
0: off the co- the conversation today is going to be about government control. And we're starting off with abortion. It's a one that comes up frequently on this show, but mostly because... It's a right that keeps getting attacked. Yeah. Hava, tell me about what our state legislature has been doing on this matter.
1: Um, specifically the one that I'm running against, um, he is part of, you know, he, he was part of the push to make sure that regardless of what we do on the federal level, that Texas um, will remain a, an abortion-free state or a, an abortion ban state. So um, he's on that far-right side, and um, really pushing for that dystopian sort of civilization where women are subservient to men. And basically, in my opinion, he kind of views it as just, Breeding tools, um, like cow.
0: One of the things that I noticed or that I saw was when a woman who is an OBGYN and whose husband is an OBGYN and was pregnant with a wanted pregnancy, had a non viable pregnancy and needed emergency surgery. The the Texas Supreme Court denied her even in
1: that case. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna continue to do that. And I have news it's not gonna stop with abortion. Um that's that's not their end goal. It's like that we we're talking about government control. they the 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 Republican Party, oddly enough, can, claims to be the party that wants little government control. That, you know, they're all about our freedoms and, and our own personal rights um, until it comes to, I don't know, controlling our own bodies. Uh, well, we're seeing how that's the topic we're on right now. That's what they're doing. They're controlling women and they're controlling reproduction. It's not just, hey, we don't want you to have that abortion because we want to save the baby. It's never been about saving babies. It's never been, because we're talking about pregnancies that aren't going to end in a viable child. They're not going to have a live birth child, and yet they're still being denied this care that is supposed to be there to save their lives. If they're truly there to save lives, well, there's one on the table right there that needs to be saved, and they don't seem to care. Ultimately, it's the control they want. They want to be able to pinpoint it and say, no, we've made this decision and we're going to stick to it. And all of you have to live with that.
0: Back in October, I had one of my favorite members of the legislature from Houston, Carol Alvarado, on. And she is famous for saying on the floor of the legislature, yes, you want government
1: small enough to fit in my uterus. That's one way of putting it. That's one way of putting it. They, um, and that's a really, you know, your uterus, that's just one place they're starting. They want to take the birth control away. They're going to, they're already attacking, you know, sex education, um, what little bit we do have in the state of Texas. They're, you know, whittling it away to nothing. So they don't want to educate us when we're younger. They want us to completely deny any of our, you know, physical feelings or attractions as, you know, as an adolescent or as a young person or even, you know, as an adult. They want you to practice abstinence until you're married because their scriptures say that's what you're supposed to do. And then, God forbid, some by horrible circumstance, you're, you've done all those things right and you're still, you know, in a forced pregnancy where whether it was rape or incest or, As you mentioned, someone who wanted a pregnancy, but this one's not going to be viable. And they, um, you know, it is, this is, I try not to cry when I talk about this because it hits me personally. Yeah, I'm a female, sure, it hits all women personally. I'm a mother, okay, so it touches all mothers personally. I'm the mother of three daughters, okay. Two of those are, you know, adults and, um, you know, sexually active and in their, you know, 30s and they're... (laughs) This is a problem for them. Um, I'm a grandmother I'm a granddaughter. (laughs) So I'm looking at all these women in my life, not just myself, and I'm worried for them. I'm scared for them. You know, I I hear about 25-year-olds talking about life-changing surgeries to avoid being in this situation. Because it would be no fault of their own if they were raped or if something were to happen. They would be forced to have a child they don't want to have forced to go through with a pregnancy they didn't want to have in the big first place. So, to prevent that, the only, the only option they see outside of leaving the state of Texas is to go physically and surgically change their bodies. And I think that's gross. Uh,
0: well, and it, it seems to me that it's not about life because the life of the pregnant person doesn't seem to matter. Nope. uh these nope. these women recently that we've been hearing about uh, that uh, their their lives were in danger, their health was in danger, and yet Texas says no, and now they're trying to somehow control our movement and uh, you know tell us that we can't leave the state people are actually literally moving away to get control of their bodies i had a a young woman whose family uh, paid to help her get uh that transitioned to becoming a woman and then they paid for her to move To Oregon because her life was in danger staying in
1: Texas yep oddly that you mentioned Oregon because it is one of the most friendly states for women and people in general Um, and I'd like to see Texas you know mirror some of what Oregon is doing Uh, on the you know on the right those who feel very strongly about this issue will say things such as, you know, we abortion was too accessible. Um, anyone can just go get an abortion. We have this influx of people who, oh, they don't care, they just get pregnant, we just have an abortion. Abortion has not been that easy to get. It's never been easy to get. You have to first get referred to a pregnancy center. You go and you make an appointment at this center, and you have to park a half a mile away, walk with your head covered. Hopefully you have a friend with you. Um, you make your way through the protesters, through the ugly snide remarks, through the just flat-out ridicule. Finally, you make it inside to the center, and you think you're in a place of health care, and the majority of the people in there are there to talk you out of what you're trying to do. You go through the videos, you read the, get lectured to, you finally get to see a doctor to get the care that you're there to get. And they tell you, we can't do this today. We need you to go home and we want you to come back before you go. Okay? Then you got to start all over and do it all over again. Come back in two days because now that you've had two days to really think about it, now we'll talk about what the process is like to get you the care that you need. Hours and hours later, you're sitting there, you know, holding your partner's hand. You're already distraught about the situation. It's not a nice place. They're not, you know, they're they're not trying to make you comfortable. Um, they have movies and videos playing of, you know, families having babies. They do everything they can to sway you from making the decision that you believe that you're making for yourself. And a lot of people do. They get up and leave. They can't handle the pressure. They can't handle the dirty looks. Or whatever. If you make it through the procedure. And then the doctor comes back and asks you questions like, are you sure you don't want to see the fetus? (laughs) What? No. no, No, I don't. I don't, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to use that word at this point. You know, I'm, I'm already upset that I'm here. So, I, mean, I can talk about this personally because that was my experience as a young person. So, it was never easy. There's not a clinic that you walk right in like you can go get your lashes and your nails done and just pop in and go, Oh, hi! I accidentally got pregnant. I want an abortion. No, it didn't work that way. So, the fact that they want to put it in a package and make it seem like it's just been handed to us in this super simple manner. It's not even that easy to get birth control pills. We can't even get condoms that simple. It is, you know, we're so hyper concerned with our sexualities to the point that it's literally killing people.
0: Yeah. You and I are, I I think Gen X, both of us. And you you remember those days. (laughs) It's like, Sweet spot. Let's let's be honest. We got the sweet spot after it was legal, before the GOP went insane.
1: It was. But hey, let's not forget, it's, it's the same people that were saying, you know, that they were they're fighting for life. Let's not forget about the, how many doctors were murdered, nurses were killed, patients, you know, bombs going off in abortion clinics. It was never easy. It was never easy. So the fact that you know they all they yeah they they made it even harder. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to stop abortions. Around two thousand
0: and three is when I got active in te- in Texas politics because of anti-abortion measures in the state legislature and things like. um doctors and pharmacies denying uh, fulfilling Plan B prescriptions Mm -hmm. from from raped women here in Texas, and then the Texas legislature going, oh, that's a good idea. Why don't we protect the pharmacist that wouldn't fill your prescription instead of protecting the woman that
1: needed the care? Because we're no longer looked at like people we are suddenly only carriers of a person we're breed mares we're, we're just breed bears what we're like i said we're the cow they're more interested in the calf and what they're going to do with it after the fact nobody knows because they're not like standing in line adopting a bunch of babies there's tons of babies in our foster care system so they're not interested in those you know, they Why? Why don't you want those babies? Oh, well, because we don't know where they came from. Oh, they were addicted to drugs. Oh, well, you know, their parents aren't from, uh, you know, good stock. What do you think? All of a sudden all these rape victims are going to be from some amazing stockpile that you're just going to want their children? No. 26,000 rape-induced pregnancies in the state of Texas in 2023. But, hey, Abbott was going to stop rape. I mean, I don't know if he's best friends with all the rapists in Texas. He's just going to give them all a phone call and say, hey, guys, we need you to stop raping people now. You're making me look bad. Uh, I, I'm, just, I'm, stu- I'm just stunned. Uh,
0: let's move on to ah. <laughs> an area of control. And that is uh, cannabis.
1: Oh, there's something that should have been stopped being controlled, um, I don't know, when we ended Prohibition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, one of the things that happened here recently in news right here in Texas was is Governor Paxton is suing, among other cities with uh, that have decriminalized marijuana, the city of Denton where I live, they've yeah. actually... Uh, Paxton, our, our Texas Attorney General, who is under how many in federal indictments? on, count. Honestly, he yeah. He's suing the city of Denton because we we decriminalized marijuana here in Denton.
1: Yeah, well, he's trying to say that, you know, Texas state law follows federal law, and, you know, a county doesn't have the right to trump those laws, where at the same time, the county has tons of uh, methods to, you know, change their ordinances, change their methods by which they go after Um, marijuana users or whether or not they cite them, ticket them. So I know that when this first came up, um, a lot of the, come on, it's Denton. It's UNT. It's a college town. Let's be realistic here. Okay. Um, Three colleges. We have
0: uh, University of North Texas. We have Texas Women's University. Just the one. I don't know why. (laughs) all <laughs> women
1: in texas go to that one university <laughs> <laughs> well, no it's just one woman yeah oh uh, the yeah. texas woman <laughs>
0: <University>. <laughs> just the one woman <laughs> well but, no texas woman's university we also have north, north central texas college nctc oh. All of <laughs> them are right here. We're a college town, and of course we did
1: criminalized marijuana. Oh, we also- realized that we were putting. Look, Denton, the Denton County, especially through COVID, our the Denton County jail system was so full of nonviolent offenders. They're literally just repeat marijuana offenders. You know, oh. kids, teenagers, college kids that got. You know, caught at a party or in a car while they were speeding, and oh, they had a joint or, you know, a a pipe or they smelled like marijuana. And next thing you know, they're going to take away their job, ruin their college career, cost them hundreds, thousands, and thousands of dollars, years worth of probation. They just don't have the resources in the county to keep up with that many people. It's a college town. They would literally have to arrest one in five people.
0: Yeah, it's it's we don't have room
1: for one in five people to sit through the court system because we need that for violent, repeat offending criminals. The ones that we need to have locked up that are doing the bad things, those are the ones that we need the police and the you know, they that those are people we need to be watching. We don't I don't need the twenty three year old, you know, pre cal student going to jail because he went to a frat party and smoked a blunt.
0: That's right uh, hey, oh, along that lines because this show does mix music with talk let's hear Oof. from Holly Nelson a Texas legend with roll me up hey i'm gonna i'm gonna need y'all to let me hear that music
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea what we're doing i'm trying
0: it's the song <laughs> i can't find the song on here hold on give me one sec so yeah we were we were talking about this and one of the, the issues is we, we already have, in the state of Texas, and in fact across the country, because of the Farm Bill a few years back, legalized hemp THC. That means I can go to the local CBD store and get a chocolate bar quite delicious chocolate bar by the way mm-hmm. with delta eight in it and get just as high as i can off of off of marijuana and personally i you know uh old lady with terrible allergies i don't smoke anything anymore but if i get a migraine or Yesterday, I've got the reason that I'm not in the studio where I wouldn't have had all these technical problems today was uh, because I have a little bit of a cold and a sore throat. I took a Delta 8 tablet yesterday, and my throat felt better. Mm -hmm. I I I haven't taken one this morning, but I get a migraine. I take a Delta 8 my migraine goes away. I eat a little piece of a Delta eight candy bar and my migraine goes away and I feel better. So why <laughs> it's it's just really a distraction is what it is. It's uh, along with government control they're trying to distract us from for example, Ken Paxton's. Laundry
1: list of federal indictments. For if, they, if they really wanted to distract us, they'd let us smoke all the pot, and then we would forget about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of the songs that I almost
0: put on the song list today was "And Then I Got High,"
1: and then I oh, got high. Oh, if like, oh, one of the reasons I really love Willie Nelson because he is, a, you know, this is Texas, and that's in and, and it's a Texas thing, and. You know, there's a gazillion reasons, literally, and I don't even know if that's an actual number. It's not. But I could count up, and we've gone through all the reasons why legalizing and decriminalizing cannabis in Texas, just so they have other states, is a beneficial for everyone. And a lot of our problems can be solved with the funding that we would receive on the taxes that we could charge on this product. We won't have you know, the black market uh, um, dealers. They'll, they'll move on to their other products because it's no fun to sell something that I can buy at 7-Eleven. There's no black market cigarette dealers and there's, you know, no bootleg, you know, uh, chewing tobacco anymore because, well, you can buy it anywhere. Uh, it's going to relieve a lot of the stress, like I said, in the jail system, in the prison system, and in the court system. And it's going to make room for the criminals and and those who really need to go through the justice system. It would bring funding that we could use for the education. We could use it towards funding infrastructure. We can use it towards funding, um, you know, more programs to help people that are leaning towards heavier drug use for mental health care and various things like that. So, There's a lot of benefits that come from it besides the health benefits and the personal benefits um, that if we look at it from where the Republicans typically try to say that they're the ones that are fiscally conservative. Let's look at this from an economic standpoint. Instead of being so controlling, you want to control it. Well, if you want to control something, you regulate it. Then you can control it. Right now, it's unregulated. It's just illegal, but they're not regulating anything. That, you know, if you have to put their stamp of approval on it, then we're good. You know, now all of a sudden it's being regulated. We can tell people that are under 21 you know, hey, you can't have this product. <laughs> but it, 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 right now it's pretty, it's, it's open game for everybody and it's, and I don't understand why we're so far behind in this in a farming state. Let's put the money back in the farmers hands this is a state full of agriculture they should be growing hemp every chance they get and everyone it should be a part of our crop rotations across the state it's an amazing uh product and it's a it's a natural substance and i don't understand why in 2024 we're still viewing it and classifying it the same way that we do really dangerous substances like heroin and methamphetamines, and it's just—it's ridiculous. It really is. It's time to get with it.
0: Well, I, we seem to be having some trouble with music because, you know, it's one of those—we're having one of those days with technical you don't issues. It.
1: You just don't. <laughs>
0: Uh, the issue of government control and move on since we're down to our last 10 minutes to our last area and that is book banning they're trying you know, to
1: control what we read now well and if you look at that list um, in some places in the state I don't want you to read the bible Um uh, <laughs> Violent, oh, okay. violent and uh,
0: sexual books. I, I I love to point out this. This is one a lot of people look at look right over. But there there is of course you know the Leonard Cohen song that's about King David and tying somebody to a chair and uh, you know that that whole thing is pretty scary, but. uh if you go back to the founding, to the, not founding fathers, to the father, uh, the three patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Well, notice there are three patriarchs, but four matriarchs Sarah, Rebecca, Leah, and Rachel. Why? More
1: than one wife. No, you don't have to go so far back and start going. You know, somebody was doing, um, uh, yeah, books. Yeah, it's um, that's where it begins. Um, controlling the written word. The reason why um, one of our most important um, rights is the freedom of the press, freedom of expression. Um, and you can publish and you can write everything you want, and it is by far the most accurate and a way of calculating our history. That's how we know who Cleopatra was. Somebody wrote it down. Um, That's how we know who Jesus was. Somebody wrote it down. Uh, Can you imagine someone having gone back, I don't know, a couple hundred years ago and saying, nope, we're not going to read that anymore. For the last 200 years, nobody was taught about Jesus. I have a feeling that, you know, there's a bunch of people who wouldn't be okay with that. That's essentially what they're doing. They're going, yeah, we're just not going to let you read that anymore. All
0: right, well, we're going to, we now have Willie Nelson, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me. So here's Willie Nelson with Roll Me Up and Smoke Me.
1: We're having a Monday.
0: Roll me up. That was hard to make a stand, but that was another song from our playlist today that we had intended to play, but our time was short. So uh we had gone on to the next issue of cannabis and then we had some more technical issues. But uh let me see, do we have Roll Me Up and Smoke Me Now? What was that? i tell you what, never mind the songs, let's just finish up, we are down to the last few minutes of the show, so the first thing I want you to do, how about tell folks
1: where they can find out more about you? Okay, sure, that's easy. Um you can find me on my website is www.hava106.com I know it sounds like call letters to a radio so just remember you're Hava106.com you can also find me on Facebook Instagram and on TikTok Hava for Texas HD106 look forward to answering any questions feel free to send me emails message me I'm very reachable Uh, so yeah thanks again for letting me come on Amy
0: Well, thank you for being my guest. I am so sorry we had uh, so many issues with music. It's Monday. It's a Monday. (laughs) It's been a Monday, Monday. I'm sick. I
1: decided to do this show from home, but guess what? (laughs) It is (laughs) what it is. We'll do it again. You know, I'm sure Texas is going to give us plenty of things to talk about.
0: Right, and
1: you, you don't have a
0: primary opponent, so we can fit you in later in the year, Absolutely. and we can get all
1: Because
0: I, I have a, a great song called "Ban Those Books" by the Creative Martyrs that you are going to love. It's funny, 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 and it it has a little bit of a, a little bit of a Jewish sound to it. Was
1: it like die, 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 die? You know. That, that <laughs> well, you know, my, the, the, my incumbent is, he was the author of House Bill 900, which is the House bill that was um, proposed uh, to That is the one that's banning all the books in our public school libraries. It's also the one that, thank goodness, the Fifth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals just uh, overruled, letting him know that he cannot make publishers um, grade their. The works that they publish, um, for schools. That's not their job and it infringes on their, um, First Amendment rights. And I'm glad that that heavily Republican Fifth Court of Appeals could, um, get past their politics and see where that was definitely infringement on, um, First Amendment rights. So, we had a little bit of victory there, but ultimately the goal here is that all books should be available to anyone who wants to read them. And if you're worried that your child is sitting in a school library reading, you really need to kind of check things out because, you know, I'm just glad to read it. they read it, you know, <laughs> that's what's important. All
0: right, well, I have a new uh, board op working, th- you know because there had to be one other thing to to go wrong today. <laughs> I, I don't and so uh, as we end the show we're going to hear a song possibly from my list. I don't know which one it's going to be but I'm sure it'll be good. But I want to thank you Hava again for joining today and as I remind you every week get registered get informed get politically active and go vote and if you Remember don't have chance to say come sit by me now here is a great song oh and today is the last If you want to vote in the primary make sure you are registered to vote and you're registered at your current address yeah and here we go with our last song of the day
1: And tell more jokes and dance and stuff Just keep the music playing That'll be a good
2: goodbye Roll me up and smoke me when I die Roll me up and smoke me when I die And if anyone don't like
3: it Just look them in the eye
2: I didn't come here and I ain't leaving So don't sit around and cry Just roll me up and smoke me when I die me point me toward the sky Roll me up and smoke me when I die Roll me up and smoke me when I die And if anyone don't like it, just look on in the
3: eye
2: I didn't come here and I ain't leaving So don't sit around and cry Just roll me up and smoke me when I die Throw me up and smoke me when I die